Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. If you can hear the happiness in my voice, it is because today is one of those science-based episodes that so many of you message me and say you want to hear more of. You are getting it today. Not only are we going into the science, we are going into the science with someone that I adore, somebody that I respect tremendously, and that is Dr. Sean Talbot. Dr. Sean Talbot has his doctorate in nutritional biochemistry. He's also part of the International Olympic Committee Sports Nutrition Program, has been. Uh, He's got over 20 years of experience developing nutritional products. He has a passion for the gut-brain axis, and he is expert level when it comes to explaining it and helping people act on the information that he shares. We're going to be talking a lot about body weight today and how it is so much more. Fat loss, trouble losing weight, body weight maintenance, it's about so much more than what you eat or what you don't eat and movement. And how if you are having trouble with weight loss or you lose weight and you put it back on, that it's likely not your fault and there could be something going on at the level of this gut-brain axis, in the gut specifically, we're going to be talking about why that is, how it works, and what you can do about it. So with that said, please help me welcome Dr. Sean Talbot. Dr. Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Elizabeth. Great to join you. So one of the things that my listeners always say to me is that they love what they call the sciency episodes. Because when my podcast started, gosh, almost eight years ago, I did a lot of science, like a lot of biochemistry and hormones and metabolism, because I love that stuff. Like that's, you know, that's my yeah. background. And then as I got into it, I realized that there's a lot of people who know a lot and don't do much with what they know. So we started doing a lot of mindset and application and those sorts of things. But If we're going to do a science-based episode, there's nobody better to have the conversation with than you. So I'm I'm (laughs) to to go there and talk all of these things. And I have had the benefit of hearing you talk about these things for, gosh, I don't know, almost three years now. Like, yeah, I think so. At least, at least that long. Yeah. yeah, It's crazy. it It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but one, one of the things that's recently come up that I think 
we really need to give a lot more attention to is that body weight and fat loss and being overweight or having trouble losing weight is a conversation that is about so much more than calories and how much you eat. Yes. It's, not, it's just not this linear equation of eat less, lose weight. What's the problem? What's the big deal? Right. And one of the things right, that, right. Said that I really want to dive in today is that it might not be your fault that you are carrying extra weight and having trouble losing it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's taken, it's taken the field and by that, like the field of nutrition, the field of biochemistry, the field of metabolism, it's taken a long time to get to the point where there actually are a lot of voices, a lot of really, really smart people saying, Hey, wait a minute. It's not just a, it's not a math equation. It's not calories in calories out, which is what people have believed for so, so long. It's a signaling problem. It's a problem with hormone signaling. It's a problem with the signals that come across the gut-brain axis. We can talk about the microbiome and how your appetite is regulated, where your cravings come from, and you know how how your body decides to store calories or 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 release calories. That's all. That's all about biochemistry. It's biochemical signaling, and that's really where the field is moving to. To saying, "Aha, we've actually had it wrong for all these years." And think of how many people have just been frustrated and thought it was their fault that they couldn't just what like why can't i get a handle on this it's it's easy isn't it 100 calories in 100 calories out who who can't figure that out right? right but it's not that and that's what we're learning now well and it's really interesting because i would imagine that there are people who hear this and think well that's really encouraging but i know i eat too much or i know that i overeat in the evenings or i know i should exercise more but what what i think I'm learning from, from this field of research and from you and the conversations that we've had is that appetite and cravings and the drive to eat and, and what we crave or if we crave is a matter of these signals, right? So it's not just, that's right. It's not just what happens when you eat, it's what drives you to eat and how satiated you are or not, right? Isn't that part of all of the signaling? Yeah, that's a big part of it. It's a, and it's and it's not too like it, it's um it's it, it's a little fraught to say to somebody like oh well calories calories don't matter right it's that's not that that's not the moral of the story calories still matter yep. but but how you just said it well where is that signal coming from that's driving me to crave that cupcake or crave right. that hamburger or crave that whatever where is that signal coming from that that signal is coming largely from what we call your second brain your your gut it's coming from signals that the bacteria are are emitting out into the rest of your body and then your brain acts on that. So if we can if we can figure out what those signals are, where they're coming from, how we can modify them and modulate them, we can tweak those so that you're, you know, it's not like you're going to start craving kale salads, but you you will you will less likely crave to eat as much as you were eating before. And that's and that's part part of the equation. And it's almost like for people who have had very intense cravings or over eight and not felt satisfied and wondered like, why do some people feel full? And I don't feel full mm -hmm. that that is part of this, this pathway. And when we, when we fix that, it's not that you can just keep eating what you were eating. And all of a sudden the fat is going to melt away your drive and your preferences and all of those pieces start to shift. Yeah, that's exactly it. And that's it. That's what's really exciting about it is that people just, you know, people who experience this, people who get those benefits and their appetite does change in that positive direction, they'll come back and they'll say things along the lines of, oh, 
I didn't really change anything. I just, I just started losing weight for some reason. You know, I didn't, I, I wasn't trying to diet. I wasn't trying to exercise more, but I just, you know, my pants were looser after a week or so, you know, and it, it almost feels like um, it, they, they, they weren't trying as hard and yet they were getting better benefits, but it's all like the, it's these subconscious signals. And so th- like this, this whole field of, of, of understanding the signals at a deeper level started about 20 years ago, right? There was some work done to say, you know, well, well, your fat cells themselves will send certain signals, things like leptin, your brain will receive those signals. And some people are better at sending the signals and some people are better at receiving the signals. So there was that whole um, uh, body of work that was done, uh, but it, it kind of hit a dead end because we didn't, un- at that time, we didn't understand the microbiome as well as we understand it now. So we're able to kind of fine tune those signals in ways that we couldn't 20 years ago, where some of the, some of that early work just sort of came up against some roadblocks or some obstacles that didn't make it, didn't make it actionable for a lot of people. But, but I mean, but, but, but think about this, if you can, if you can turn down those appetite signals so that you're not hearing mm-hmm. the signal to go eat that food, you're not going to go eat that food. And right. if you don't get eat that food, you know, you, you, you end up getting the results. But again, it's not, it's not a math equation right. that, that is at the root of it. It's a signaling equation. And the good news is when we say something like, it might not be your fault that you haven't lost weight. There is something we can do about it. It's not just, oh That's yeah, right. well, your gut's messed up. And you talked about the second brain. So I know you could probably talk about this for six or seven hours, but at the highest level, what is it about that second brain, about the gut that influences our weight? And the reason, I mean, I, I've been talking about this for years. You've probably been talking about this for decades, but for a lot of folks, when they think of the microbiome, they think Activia yogurt commercial and digestion and maybe a little bit of a <laughs> Right. I, I think that unfortunately, a lot of people still have that understanding. Right, so- exactly. Yeah, people, a lot of times when people think about their gut, they think about poop, they think right. about bowel habits, they think about, you know, stomach aches. And if, and if, if I don't have a stomach ache, then I probably don't have a gut problem. You know, but the gut really drives so much of metabolism. It drives, it, it drives signals of storing fat or releasing fat. It drives, it drives appetite signals and craving signals, like we just talked about. Um, it drives uh, it um, inflammation. It drives neurotransmitter balance, and neurotransmitters are all about how we feel. So there's a lot going on with what the gut is doing or what the second brain is doing. And if we can modulate some of that, we're going to help people in all of these different ways. So when you say that it is about metabolism and it is about appetite and it is about cravings, how do we know at the highest level that, that what we're going to do is, is going to make a difference? Like, is there one primary issue here? Is there one bacteria that tends to be out of balance that is the problem? Or does it tend to be a collection of two or three? Or is it a matter of incorporating different things into your diet? Like what is the starting point for the average person when it comes to, okay, if it's a gut problem, if it's a signaling problem, is there a blanket place to start or are there like the two or three most common things? Yeah, there are, there are a few really important things. So, so we know that inflammation is involved. We know that stress levels like cortisol, primary stress hormone, which I know you've talked about on your show before Mm -hmm. is involved. Uh, we know that blood sugar and insulin balance is involved. 
Um, we know that there's a, there, there are ratios of families of bacteria um, that are better able to harvest calories from your diet. And if you, can, mm. if you have more of those bacteria, you're, you're basically taking more calories from the, same, from the same food, whereas somebody has different bacteria, they're taking less calories. So um, people who have the wrong bacteria basically have, have, have a better ability to, to extract calories and, and store calories from their diets. Right. So, so there's a few things we can do. We can change the ratio of those bacteria so you're, you're harvesting fewer calories. So it makes, it basically makes that cheeseburger less fattening than, than, than another collection of bacteria. So we can change that. There's things we can do to change that. There's things that we can do to lower stress hormones. There's things we can do to lower inflammation. There's things that we can do to, 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 to change your blood sugar metabolism so that you don't get those, those hunger cravings and things like that. So it's, it's, it's a lot of moving parts. So I think of it, I, I try to encourage people to think of it in as holistic a way as possible. What an engineer might call systems thinking, systems biology. If we can think of all of that as a coordinated system and say, huh, if there are these three or four or five touch points that we know are important, what if we think about it all as a system and we do a little bit over here and a little bit over there and a little bit over there, if you can modulate each of those important pieces somewhat, you know, modestly, you don't have to monitor, you, you, you don't have to sort of crush one area. That's what a pharmaceutical right. approach would do. If we can use nutrition or we can use lifestyle to say, well, let's balance your inflammation here and let's balance your ratio of bacteria there and let's balance your, your stress hormones there. The, the, the overall effect that somebody gets is first of all, they feel better, their mood is better and their energy is better and their stress is lower. But then the, the, the nice side benefit, if you will, is that now they're not, they're not storing as much fat and their body is getting the signal to not only not store, but it's getting the signal to release. And that's where you start to see the weight loss happening. That's so interesting. I'm, I'm really glad you said it. And I, I don't think I've thought about it like that before, but I know for me, I have at times crushed it in the nutrition area and put like all my eggs in that basket or in the workout area and still felt like you know, I wasn't getting the magnitude of results that I thought I should get mm -hmm. for that degree of effort. But I, I think that if we, if we take that approach and it's a little bit of stress management and it's a little bit of lowering inflammation and it's a little bit of, you know, supplementing with the right strains of bacteria and it's a little with nutrition and a little with movement, then we kind of have a greater result, but we don't feel like we've driven ourselves through the wall Right, trying to right. overhaul things, right? Is that, right. am I understanding that correctly? No, that's exactly what it is. I had a woman who went through, through one of my programs one time using, using this approach, right? Of a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. Uh -huh. And she came back and she goes, uh, I got great results, but I feel like I was cheating, you know? And it was really funny. She said it a little tongue in cheek, but her point was, I've done other programs in the past where I killed myself on the right. nutrition side, or I killed myself on the, on the workout side, or, right. you know, I did all these things that were just brutal and I got results, but here I got results and it was a lot easier. And the reason it's a lot easier is because we know enough now, whereas we didn't back in the day, we know enough now about where those signals come from and how to modulate them. And if we can use, like you said, a, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit of targeted supplementation, we can make it more doable for people. You know, so it's I say this to people all the time: if you could hit the easy button, why wouldn't you hit the easy button to make your to make your life, you know, go go in the right direction?
right? It's not like you're, it's not like you're taking a pill and that's doing everything, right? But we can give people that pill and they can, they can get more traction from their workout plan and they can get more traction from their diet plan and they can sleep better. And that's going to give them a better, you know, the next day and things like that. So it's about these little tweaks that we know that we can do. Well, and what's really interesting is when I think about, I've, I've talked about this on my show. I think, you know, a little bit about this with my history, but my pregnancy in 2020, then in a pregnancy in 2021, two C-sections, some trauma in between, serious trauma. And in returning to the way that I was living before my first pregnancy of the two back-to-backs, the weight wasn't moving. And I was like, wait, Mm -hmm. I thought that have the baby breastfeed, go back to, you know, workouts and eating well, and nothing was happening. And I realized that I was really just hitting the lever of nutrition and movement, but no matter how hard I pressed there, the inflammation and the stress, there was, there was no amount of overcoming nutrition and movement that could compensate for the dysregulation in stress and inflammation. And I think a lot of people that hasn't clicked for them yet, but when that clicks for them and they can start lowering inflammation in their body and they can start lowering stress, then they don't have to be as, as extreme as they think that they need to be, or even as consistent as they think they need to be on the nutrition and the movement side. Right, right. That's, that's exactly it. So, 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 so people who haven't controlled that inflammation, haven't controlled the stress hormones like cortisol, um, haven't controlled something, you know, like, like um, leaky gut is sometimes, sometimes a term that people will throw around the, 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 the scientific way of describing leaky gut, since we want to nerd out a little bit, is called metabolic endotoxemia. If you have a leaky gut, you're going to have this, this, this inflammatory immune system reaction that is basically going to put the brakes on your metabolism. So you can be doing the perfect dietary plan. You can be doing the perfect workout plan. You can be doing everything right. Everything on paper looks perfect, and yet the weight is not budging because you're in this situation of metabolic endotoxemia. So the way to solve that is to get the right microbiome, restore your gut integrity, basically solve that leaky gut problem. And then the inflammation goes down, the cortisol goes down, the, the appetite changes, the weight starts going in the right direction. And that's, that's what I mean by the easy button. You didn't, you didn't make your diet any harder right. uh, or, or more intense, but now you're getting more traction. You're getting more results because you've solved those biochemical m- miss signals, if you will. And when you talk about fixing your gut, Are you talking primarily about supplementing with probiotics and making sure they're the right strains in the right amounts, or is it, is it that kind of comprehensive approach? Yeah, well, you know, it can be, it can be very complicated. It can be very, very simple. You know, back in the day, we'd tell people, you know, oh, go eat some fermented food, you know, get your yogurt and make sure you get enough fiber and things like that. But nowadays we can actually get very, very precise and we can say, Here's a strain of bacteria that we know will help you with blood sugar control. Here's another strain we know will help you with inflammation. Here's another strain we know can lower cortisol or, or raise, uh, you know, a relaxing neurotransmitter like GABA. So we can, we can like, we, we have the science behind right. all those strains and we can put them all into the same formula and say, you know what? If we know that all of these things, A, B, C, D, and E, are all involved in weight management or, or helping somebody lose weight, why don't we put them all into the same formula? And that can be something that helps you feel good you know, mentally and, 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 and psychologically, 
but it can also help you metabolically. So you get a mental benefit and a physical benefit at the same time. One of the things that I've been dying to ask you about, I think, I think it was maybe last week that I saw it. Have you seen the, the research that's come out about COVID-19 and why people who are overweight have been hit harder in terms of their bodies are more inflammatory. They're more likely. Right. Have you, have you seen that? I, I, I have been like dying to talk about it anywhere with anybody because that's, I mean, statistically there are more overweight people than not overweight people. So, I mean, just probability, it makes sense that, yep. that that would be a harder hit thing, but the inflammation component, it makes so much sense, right? Yeah. It makes huge sense because if you're a little bit over inflamed, that's a signal that your immune system is probably a little bit off kilter. It might be a little bit overactive or a little bit underactive, but then we look at what's causing that, that immune dysfunction that's leading to the inflammation. And it's almost always an underlying gut problem. It's, right. it's leaky gut or it's a microbiome um, imbalance that we call dysbiosis. So there were, there were research teams that early, early in the pandemic identified the microbiome microbiome disruptions as something that was a hallmark of the people who did worse yeah. when they got a COVID infection, right? The right. ones that, you know, went on ventilators and all that kind of stuff, but it kind of got lost amid all the noise yes. around the whole pandemic, you know? Yeah. So, but now that's starting to resurface again. And it really is like, it's this biochemical dominoes game where you say, yes, it's the people who are over inflamed. Well, where's the inflammation coming from? Oh, it's coming from this, from this dysfunctional immune system. Well, what's causing the immune system to be dysfunctional? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a gut issue. It's, 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 you know, gut permeability, leaky gut, or it's a microbiome imbalance. And so, you know, if you're, if you're trying to solve that problem, you can use anti-inflammatories and you can get a benefit. You can use, you know, immune system modulators and get a benefit, or you can go to the root cause and you can go right to the gut and you can, you can balance all of it because it's, you know, it's all connected. It's really interesting. I'm so glad you say that because so, so often all of us are either told to or only know to kind of treat the symptom, you know, mm -hmm. so it, it, it's easier to do that. But the, the reason that the gut is what it boils down to most of the time is because that's the, the line of defense that gives us the most protection. And so if, that's that, right. if that breaks down in any way, it's the floodgates. And it has, it, like you said, it has that domino effect. And I think a lot of people, for example, I, I think I mentioned this to you uh, in the airport last time I saw you. After my pregnancy with Roman, I was diagnosed with Graves' disease. Mm -hmm. Now, Graves' disease is impacting the thyroid, but it's an immune thing. It's an immune right. thing. And none of the doctors wanted to talk about, well, why is my immune system wonky? Like what's going on there and how, how do we deal with that? They want to talk about the thyroid. And I'm like, right. but it's not a thyroid issue. Right. I exactly. Mean, the thyroid is sort of like the end point where we're noticing things, but it's, but it's an immune thing. And, right. and then it's a, it's a gut thing and it's an inflammation thing and it's a stress thing. And the same thing is true when we're looking at people who feel like they could eat all day and never feel satisfied or feel like they're doing the right things nutritionally, but they're not losing weight. They're stressed to the gills. They're not sleeping. They don't know what's going on a lot of times it's coming back to the gut and there's a re I mean, you call it the second brain for a reason, right? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the brain gets its, its direction, the brain in the head gets its direction from the gut, you know? So I, I say all the time, you know, mental health starts in the gut, 
physical health starts in the gut. You know, so, and, and it's not my idea. 2,500 years ago, Hippocrates said all disease begins in the gut, right? right. Which, you know, back at back, like I, 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 I laugh at myself these days because I talk so much about the gut and I talk so much about the microbiome. When I was in graduate school 20 or so years ago, we used to laugh at the people who would say, disease begins in the gut. We'd go, oh, ha ha, isn't that cute? You know, there's no data to support that. There's no research. Like, where is your data? We would say to people who would say things like that. We're like, you hippies, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, <laughs> the science tells us otherwise. And now I'm kind of in the situation of saying, oh, well, uh, now the science tells us exactly all of this stuff does start in the gut, you know? And, and if it's an immune system issue, like what we're, what we're talking about just a few minutes ago, 70 or 80% of your immune system is in your gut because as, as you just pointed out, it's, 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 the, it's our first line of defense right. against, the, against the world that we interact with. Right. Yeah. When we consider, and I think it just, it doesn't get enough airtime that the microbiome is regulating mood, it's regulating metabolism, it's regulating appetite, it's regulating inflammation, but mm-hmm. are most of us being very intentional about its integrity, about its diversity, about, you know, one of the things I've always said when people ask me, what do you think about yogurt or fermented veggies for, for your probiotics? I think it's fine, but it's also a crapshoot. You don't know what you're getting or how much, or if it's what you need or not. And, and because as you said, we can be more precise and we can be more intentional. Why would you not when so many things are controlled by it? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's great if people, uh, you know, want to eat their yogurt and, you know, drink their kombucha and, you know, that all that kind of stuff. Right, that's great. It helps with the whole environment of the gut. It's generally healthy, but it's not the precision nutrition that we have the the ability to 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 access these days. You know, where we can say specific strain for this, specific strain for that, specific strain for that, and that's that's kind of a two-edged sword, I think, because. We have all these wonderful tools that we didn't have access to before, but like the like the average consumer, I think will will look at that and go, oh, now it's this added layer of complexity. I have to try to right. figure out not just probiotics, but what strain of probiotic and what you know. This one helps with with constipation, and that one helps with 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 stress hormones. Like, how, how do I figure all this out? And I say to them that the companies that that sell those products that use the the, the clinically validated strains they're going to go out of their way to tell you this is the strain we're using and this right. is why right. you know because because of where the science is these days so one of the things that i shared i don't know if i've talked about it much on the podcast yet but i've shared it inside one of my facebook groups is this trial that you have kind of spearheaded with eat move sleep and there there are a few cool things about it and i want to talk about the the supplement piece of it but before we get there you taught me something new in terms of starting the day with protein and prebiotics and the signals that that will send to your body compared to starting it with something else, you know, right. bacon and eggs or, or anything at all. Talk to me about what, what message that can send to the body to start with not a lot of calories, but a little bit of specific amino acids, specific prebiotics, and how that sets your body up for, for the fat burning that a lot of folks are looking for myself included. Yeah. So this is, this is sort of a, like, like next level, next generation of, of something people have probably heard of before called intermittent fasting. Um, 
So th there's th there's all kinds of ways to do intermittent fasting or what is what is also called restrict uh, time restricted eating, where you're only eating for a particular couple hours of the day and you're and you're not eating for others hours of the day. So the one that we're doing in this trial, it's a it's a 16 eight. So it's 16 hours of not eating eight of those hours. You're asleep. Um, eight of those hours you're awake, but you're not eating and eight of those hours you're awake, but you are allowed to eat during the non eating period. We, we amplify the benefits that you're getting there by giving people just a, a plant-based protein that is a really good source of essential amino acids that send certain signals and prebiotic fibers, what we call oligosaccharides, which send different signals. So the protein, the, 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 the amino acids are sending signals to your muscles to stimulate muscle protein synthesis. So this is really, really important to maintain your muscle as you're losing weight. If people are working out, you know, exercising, they can actually gain a little bit of muscle while they're losing weight and completely change their body composition. But the, so, so, so getting that little dose of protein is really important for, for maintaining your muscle. But if you can do it from a plant-based source and the, and the kind of protein we're using in this trial is, is primarily a chickpea protein. It comes along with these, with these fibers, these prebiotic fibers that send a signal to the microbiome that is a sort of a, Anti-appetite is a, is a way to say it. It helps people control their hunger. One of the big problems that people have with intermittent fasting is they wake up in the morning and they're used to eating breakfast. And yep. now you're telling them you can't eat breakfast. You can't eat until lunchtime. People just struggle with that. Yep. If you can give them a little bit of protein from a plant-based source like this, you're, you're, you're signaling their muscles and you're signaling their microbiome. And the end result is they maintain their muscle and they maintain their, 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 they don't maintain their hunger. They just don't have hunger. They're right, not they're hungry satiated. until lunchtime, right? They're more satiated. That's the way to say it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that's, the, that's, a, that's a way that we can amplify the benefits that we're getting from, from a time-restricted eating. And now this, this new thing that I had never heard of, I don't think anybody had ever heard of it. I believe it's the first of its kind, but you're calling it from a supplementation standpoint, a quad biotic. Is that, right. is that correct? Yep, a quad biotic. And it's not four, so quad four, right. it's not four probiotics, right. it's four different kinds of nutrients that work at the level of the microbiome. So one of those biotics is a probiotic. It's a right. specific probiotic that lowers inflammation so that we know that we can give it from the, from the perspective of the gut, it's lowering inflammation from the gut first. And then that that, that anti-inflammatory effect permeates out through the whole rest of the body. Um, the, the, the prebiotic is a, is a particular fiber that does what a prebiotic does. It nourishes the good bacteria. Um, there is a, um, a phytobiotic, which is a plant extract. Ours is a, is a particular orange extract that helps with cortisol metabolism. So, you know, here, here now with, with, with each of these biotics where- all, yeah, the all, all, <laughs> all the things that everyone needs, you know, lowering inflammation, yeah. helping with, uh, helping with your microbiome balance and your, and your appetite control, helping with your, helping with your stress hormones. But then the last one is a really, really unique biotic called a postbiotic. So this is a heat killed bacteria that, that no longer is viable. So we can't call right. it a probiotic, right. but it's, it's a bacteria that sends a signal to the rest of the microbiome to manage our, our fat storage. So we, mm. we are less likely to store fat and we're more likely to release fat when this probiotic is part of our microbiome. So it's a really, really unique approach to the whole weight management puzzle to say, well, wait a minute, 
let's let's address all of these different pieces, right? That that that, that sort of systems biology approach, that holistic approach. It's a little bit of this and a little bit of this and a little bit of this. Let's put all that together and do it from the perspective of the microbiome and the gut-brain axis, and people will feel better, they'll lose weight, their appetite will be more controlled, they'll feel like they have more willpower. It'll it'll be like the easy button that we just talked about a few minutes ago. And now I'm in this trial, but there's a bunch of other people in this trial as well. What are some of the things that you're hearing from people who are who are using this quad biotic for the first time? Yeah, well, it's 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 working uh, it's working a little better than we than we than we anticipated that it would, right? So you know, good it's, problem. It's, yeah, good problem. Yeah, you know. Uh, Whenever we do these kinds of trials, we know when we go into them that, yeah, all right, you know, this probiotic does this and this phytobiotic does that and et cetera. So we have it all on paper, but you, you never really know until you put it together in the finished formulation and give it to, to a collection of people. You know, we've got, we've got men and women, yep. we've got different age ranges, we've got, we've, got, we've got a really, really diverse population of people. And so you know, what, what you could conceivably find in something like that is that oh, it works really well for certain people and not so great for other people. But we're finding pretty much across the board, people are feeling good, their appetites are controlled, their moods are good, which is really important because a lot of times when you have a weight loss kind of a program, people get grumpy and they get irritable and they just don't feel very good. And they might be losing weight, but they're not enjoying, enjoying the program, so to speak. Um, people are saying that it's easy. Uh, and, and, you know, end of the end of the day, people are losing weight. They're losing inches, which is awesome because that's the primary outcome of this pilot, but all that other peripheral stuff of people feeling good and people being excited about it and, and not being hungry when they're doing their intermittent fasting. Those are all really, really powerful things because it tells us that it's doable for the average person. So you have a passion for this. I mean, you've been doing this for a long time and I, I would imagine that, you know, it would feel great if you, if you could help everybody, if you, you know, with what you know and what you do, if you could help everybody. And so for people who are listening right now, who are intrigued by the notion that maybe their weight has not been their fault. Maybe there's something going on at the level of the gut that can make a difference in a lot of things, in inflammation, in Mm -hmm. fat burning, in appetite, in cravings. What would you want that person to know or hear or believe or understand who's kind of like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe, maybe he's wrong, maybe this stuff won't help me. What would you want that person to know and understand? Yeah, I would, I would want them to understand that this is a, a, a very, very new area of science, right? We're, we're, we're going to be the first ones in the world to launch this in, mm-hmm. into, the, into the public space where people can actually access this new science, where they can, where they can get this little purple pill right. and they can actually plug it into their, into their own, into their own you know, everyday lifestyle. And w- what I would tell people is that it's, it's really new science. If you think that this wouldn't work for you, well, you don't know because something like this has never existed before. Like right. this is, you're, you have the opportunity to try something that has never been available to the average public before. The right. science is really, really cool. And the other piece of it is that I, and I feel really strongly about this. I don't like to introduce things into the market until the science is fully baked so that we can say to people, this is going to work for you. And you know what, if it doesn't, we feel comfortable giving you your money back, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's sort of like, it's guaranteed to yeah. work for you. That, that I think should take away all the misgivings for someone to go, well, all right, let me, let me give it a shot and I'll, right. I'll, I'll be the judge, you know? Right. Especially when, 
we can understand intellectually that it's an easier approach. It's just easier when you fix the underlying problem and you're not then fighting against yourself. It's easier. Right. I mean, that's encouraging as, as anything. Yeah. And that's, and that's huge, right? If we can make it easy, if we can make it uh, doable, if we can make it so that you feel good while you're doing it, you're going to keep doing it. And as a result of that, you're going to keep reaping more and more and more benefits. Amazing. Dr. Sean, thank you so much. This is such an important conversation. And I believe that it's going to open doors for a lot of people and it's going to start healing for a lot of people. And I'm just so, so grateful that you're willing to come and share your enthusiasm and your expertise. Oh, my pleasure. I love speaking with you. I love, I love listening to everything that you talk about. Thanks a lot, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time. Hey, Houston, Con's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next-day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building it. Visit Cons today and find out what invincible feels like. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.